0: (laughs) What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that Verbal Guardio. What's going on, y'all? How y'all living? How y'all doing out there? Black History Month is done, son. We done slid through Black History Month, man. It's now March 1st. How was your black history month? Did you have a good time? Did you did you do some research on black history folk? Did you did you did you dig in? Did you learn something new? Even if you ain't black, did you dig into the culture? Did you learn? Did you did you find some information? We live in the information age, man. Black History Month, man. Dig in, learn, get in on this black life in American history, man. You know, even should even beyond America, man. Get on this blackness. We out here, man. Um, and you know I got my co-host with me. <laughs> water, you know. You already knew my co-host is in the building. And you can't have Black History Month without water. You can't do it, you can't do it. Now we starting up March, man. March is a month I don't really pay attention to i'm gonna be honest man it's not as whack as august but uh it's one of those months that kind of you know eh, it's come see come si, it's whatever it's it's you know it's, it's just march you got saint patrick's day but I don't, I don't drink so i don't really celebrate that you know what i mean I, I, I don't even wear green that day even though i got irish in my blood i don't, I don't, even, I don't even know what it's about and every time i look up what St. Patrick's Day is about, I forget right after I look it up. <laughs> I forget every time. i am like, man, let me see what St. Patrick's Day is all about. I look, oh, okay, okay, and I forget every time. I've looked it up 10 times and forget every time. And I'm going to forget this year, too, because that's what I did. St. Patrick's Day, is, I just forget it. No disrespect, but it, it. I'm coming from an honest place. I forget what St. Patrick's Day is all about every goddamn time. Okay, you got spring break. That doesn't matter to me because I'm not a student anymore. So spring break is you know irrelevant now. Maybe back when I was a student, it was cracking. You know, my sons still get out for, pa- uh, for spring break, but you know, so March is just there, man. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? Is it the second worst month of the year? Is it August then March? Nah, because April's pretty whack too. April's whack, March is pretty, you know. And no disrespect, if you got a birthday in March, no disrespect, no dis But that's the only reason you like the month is because of your birthday. You know what I mean? And even people that's in the St. Patrick's Day, eh, you know, if St. Patrick's Day got canceled, nobody would really even feel it. Honestly, you know what I mean. I'm trying to think: Is there anything else exciting about March? Uh, I don't know, man, because Black History Month, you got Black History Month, you got Valentine's Day, you know, it's a short month, so it kind of stands out on that tip. And sometimes you get the leap year, so you get the extra day. You know, January's cracking. That's the, you know, New Year's, you know what I'm saying, Martin Luther King, the President's Day and all that other stuff. You know, January's kind of cracking, you know. May is like the best month of the year. It's the best month of all time. It's the only month you don't have to abbreviate. Okay, it's Taurus season, okay, my birthday's in in May, my mom, my brother, you know May is cracking though may is just you got Memorial day up in there, you got Mother's day. How can you not feel Mother's Day, and like Seinfeld say, Mother's day, the mother of all male days, May is cracking, man, don't disrespect may, a lot of people getting out of school in May, you know what I mean, hey, May is where it's at. Don't ever disrespect me. But March is... It's, 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 yeah, all, right, all right, cool, it's March. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's March. It's March now. So we going Oh, oh, okay, okay, March Madness. Okay, if you in the college hoops, March Madness is cracking. Okay, so they just bumped March up considerably. March probably passed June. It definitely passed April. So March is cracking. March Mad. no disrespect to march madness i forgot about it i apologize march is march is back cracking again anywho um what's new with me uh nothing much new man i'm still doing my thing still doing stand-up out here telling these jokes you know feeling funny one night not really feeling funny the next you know that's that's what stand-up comedy is i was telling somebody the other day man i can have 10 hot shows in a row have a bad one i'm like man i really don't feel that funny Last night I did a show and uh, I was up there while the checks dropped. You know, the check drop is when, you know, the servers pull out the check. You know, they put the put the check right on the table and everybody looks at that check. You know what I'm saying? I'm setting up a joke. Check drop. They're going to look at me and then look at the check and start filling out the paperwork, putting their card on. And it's like I lose them. So I was like, damn it. Lost them during the check drop. But, you know, it was fun before that. Once the checks dropped, though, I was like, damn it. Had to take it, man. So it was a mediocre set in my eyes. Um, I'll be performing at Tacoma uh, tomorrow. So hopefully I can get some Shawshank Redemption out there. And um, that's just me being honest. That's just me being honest. What you got to say about that water? Oh, yeah? That's what's up, man. The movie I'm reviewing on this episode is uh, Get Out. Um, it's a horror comedy joint uh, written and directed by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele fame. You know, you you may also remember him from a little film called Keanu that had my friend Tiffany Haddish in there, my friend Jamar Neighbors in there. You know what I mean? And um, that came out. It, it co-starred his, uh, his bro uh, Key. You know, I forget his uh, full name. It escapes me right now. But anyway. Uh Get Out came out this weekend, this past weekend, and uh, number one at the box office, $33 million. Movie had a budget of $5 million, man. Get this. The reviews on Rotten Tomato were incredible. It was like at 100% for a long time. And then I looked at it tonight, and uh, one critic just had the, he just had to hate. He just had to. He had to be that one critic. To be like, actually, I didn't like it as much as everyone else. Let me let me stand out by going against the grain. This is one of them cats. Actually, you know that person. We all had that friend, or we know somebody that if everybody else likes it, they always got to be like, actually, I wasn't feeling it. I think some people force it. I think some people force it. Just to stand out. Just, oh, everybody else is liking it. Let me stand over here and just be their friend. Let me just, I'm just saying, I didn't like Forrest Gump. And, you know, I read some of his review, and it it seems like he really took in a lot of layers of the movie, because his review was mad extensive. But it was like, the only it's the only riding review so far. It's like it's like at 99%. And that's crazy for any movie, first of all. But it's super crazy for a horror genre. Usually horror movies, they get mediocre ass reviews. Like, usually. Like, you know, most horror movies they get subpar reviews. I don't know what it is about the genre. A lot of them like in the 14%, 20-something, 30-something. If it's a good horror movie, it's like 60-70. You know, but man that 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 hundred ninety nine percent is unprecedented for any for any film and then um for a horror movie and then cinema score what what cinema score is is they do little polls of people leaving the movies and they ask them to grade the movie like what grade did you give it like a a a b C d or f so get out has an a minus cinema score grade so and that's super rare for horror genre. Usually horror movies get like B minuses, C pluses, C's, D's. Like you always see like the lowest of the low for the horror genre. I don't know why that is, but like, so it's, it's in rare territory. Like for scary movies to get that high, that's rare. Like it's, I think the conjuring did that. Maybe the conjuring one and two had like A minuses as well. And those are horror movies that I actually like. I like both of the conjuring movies one and two. I really enjoyed, And so, um, Get out, man! It's killing it, and the word of mouth is what propelled it to that high gross, like thirty three million. Okay, then you know, because it wasn't getting a lot of pub. You know, I didn't see, I didn't see a lot of billboards throughout the city. I wasn't seeing commercials left and right. I knew about it because I'm a movie. You know, I'm a movie guy, so I'm always looking at trailers and I'm always reading reviews and looking at grosses. I'll pay attention to this whether I'm interested in the movie or not. I can tell you how much it made. That's just how I roll because I love, I love movies. And um, so with that being said, I was like, yo, man, this this has the potential. I want to see how it does in the second weekend because uh, I went to see it. I saw it. Uh, I saw it Thursday night and um, it was dope, man. It was, it, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I was, I was all in the whole time, man the acting was good the the the, char- the characters were like weird man i was like everybody was weird to me except for uh little rails character he was the only one that felt kind of normal but everybody else even the lead black guy I was like he, he seems a little strange just in just in how he was like you know what i'm saying It seemed like he was He was carrying a lot internally, just initially, even before. If you're not familiar with the movie, man, it's about this this black guy dating this white chick. And, you know, they go to meet her family. Um, But it's like some weird stuff going on with like, you know, they got black help at the house. And like, it's just a weird family. And it's like, yo, what's this weird racial dynamic going on out here, like in the country And I'm not talking about country bumpkin country. I'm talking about like when people get money and they buy land and a nice house, they live out that way. Like you gotta, you gotta drive to get to them. It's deer country is where they live. And it's just a whole weird dynamic. Like what, what, what's going on here? Something ain't right. You know, it's like the people around here act like they ain't seen black people before saying off, off comments off color comments just just racist stuff on 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 the sly but like up front with it and so it's this whole dynamic but it's just like super weird stuff going on and like you know the girl's the girl's mom is like a you know some kind of psychotherapist so she can hypnotize people and and the dad is some kind of you know medical dude so it's just It was a weird dynamic and it was like, yo, man, these characters are weird, but the acting was strong, you know, if that makes any sense. And uh, it wasn't like a horror comedy in the sense that we're going to beat you, beat you over the head with these jokes. It was just like, you know, more so like, did they just say that to me? Type of comedy, funny moments, you know, comedian Lil Rail. he was like, he was pretty much like the comic relief of the movie. Like, but he was coming from like a real, you know, a real place, real homeboy place. But he was like the comic relief. Like when you saw him, you were like, All right, I can just relax for a little bit. And he was, he was kind of like the, the the mentality of the audience in a character. Like Lil Rail was that guy that represented what the moviegoers were thinking as they were watching what was going on. He was the voice piece for us. Like you know, we watching. Like yeah, what? You better get the hell out of there. That's that was a little real. Like you, you better get the hell out of there. Like, he he would say what we were thinking, which I thought was dope. And he was very funny, man. I'm not just saying that because I know him. And um, very well done movie, man. It it was, it was tense moments. It was weird. It was tension. It was it was uncomfortable. There were moments of like, man, like what the oh, what the hell is going on? Like what would I do in this situation? You know. That, that's what we love about movies like what would i do in this situation like had it had it been me you know the movie would have been 15 minutes like i would have got out there they'd have been mad weird i'd be like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and go on back to the crib because your parents is mad weird i'm uncomfortable you know dude said some sideways stuff i don't want to hit people in the mouth at your family functions you feel me so i'm gonna go ahead and dip back you know you can go with me if you want, or you can hang tight. I wouldn't even made it several days, man you know, I don't, I don't put up with that that stuff even though I'm a nice guy, like people people really don't come at me sideways with a lot of racism to my face. so granted, I haven't been in a lot of racist situations personally, but I already know how I am and how I handle things like I have I have to voice my beef with you. Like, if I got a beef with you, if you're making me feel uncomfortable, if I don't like what you said, I may not explode right there in the moment, but I'm going to let you know how I feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? You made me uncomfortable. I'm not feeling this, that, and the third. I always got to vocalize that. You know, I always got to make it vocal. Like, yo, I'm not feeling. I'm not one of those people that beef with people. You know, those people that beef with people, but they don't want the person they're beefing with to know? Like, what is that? Like, yeah, I got beef with no, don't I got beef with that person? Don't let them know I got. Beef. What what the hell is it? Like I want you to know why I'm not talking to you. I want you to know why I, I don't want to dap you up. I want you to know why I don't want to shake your hand. Why my energy is weird around you. I want you to know the root. I want you to know because I want you to know I'm not shady. Like some people just act weird and they funny acting, and you be like maybe acting funny. I don't want, I don't even want you to to say Tony acting funny. I want you to be like, yo, Tony ain't feeling me because, you know, I want you to know the root and maybe we can squash the beef. Maybe we can discuss or or not. But as long as you know where I stand, we all good. You feel me? But, um, but that movie, man, it just raised some interesting questions. Like I've never dated a white girl. I've never dated uh, a white girl. So, I couldn't really relate to, you know, the situation. Um, I have dated, you know, you know, some uh, Latinas, uh, you know what I mean? And and so I get the the culture difference, you know what I mean? And um, I can't imagine, like, I've never dated anyone where, mostly I've dated were you know, black women. And I was married to a black woman and my first love was black. Um, so... I haven't really been in a lot of situations where I had to meet some parents they were like, oh, they might be off-put because my boyfriend's black. I ain't never been in that situation. And like, I already know how I am, though, like, you know, if you got some racist-ass parents, I'm either A, not gonna wanna meet them, or B, when I meet them, I might bring up the fact that they're racist. Like, I'd be like, look, I heard that your daughter told me that y'all y'all don't really necessarily like black people. I'm here to let you know, I'm not here to tap dance for you. I'm not here to win you over. I'm not here to show you that hey, I'm a I'm a good black guy. Look, black guys can be good too. I'm not here to do that. Okay? You need to get up off that ignorance off top. So if you want to meet me and just, you know, vibe and be genuine, that's cool, but I'm not here to win you over. I'm not here to tap dance and soften your little bigoted heart. You know, dude, Well maybe black people, he's a good one. The rest of y'all could can go somewhere, but he's all right, will it? Nah, man. I ain't feeling none of that, man. You too as a parent with with, with children that are dating people, you too old for that. You too old for that ignorance, man. I'm not here to win you over, man. You should have already been won over, man. I'm sick of this. All that culture difference. I don't even care if you from another country. I'm like, nah, man. We live in the information age. Get your ass on the internet. Do some research on black folks. Do some research on other cultures, man. I ain't having it, man. All that. And that's why, I, and you know, I'm a big champion of people that stand up against their family members against racism. I love that. Like, you know, call your racist ass parents out, man. I love, I'm all about that. I probably talked about it on the podcast already, but I'm all about that, man. And so... It wrote the movie rose those kind of thoughts in me. Like, even though I haven't been in those situations personally, I'm like, man, what if I was? And I couldn't end up being in those situations. I'm single out here. I don't know who my next girlfriend going to be. Could be some white chick. And I got to go through that. I I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to end up with. But like, but just that situation was mad interesting, man. And the movie was just good front to back, man. Front to back. It was just enjoyable. It was entertaining. It made you think it kind of stuck with me. Like, you know, I thought about it later and I was like, and I kind of want to see it again just so I can pick up on the little details that I might have missed without having the information of watching the whole thing. You know, when you when you rewatch a movie, you pick up stuff that you didn't see before. You like, oh, that's why they did. Okay, that's why they did that. Okay, bet that. So, uh, yeah, man, it's good. And it's funny, man, me and my son, uh, Serene, we went to this paid focus group. And they had us sit in there and watch the trailer, watch like six different trailers for for Get Out and give our feedback on how we felt about the trailers. Did we want to see the movie? It was just funny how uh, because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it looks a little weird. I don't know about this. I, I wasn't sold. And then when I did the focus group, as we were talking and pointing stuff, out, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch it. My interest was at like a B level interest the whole time like they they, you know they grade your interest like a you really want to see it b c d you know f so i stayed in like the b range like yeah i'm gonna go check it out on the strength of jordan peele like if jordan peele wasn't attached i really wouldn't have been you know that interested in watching it just based on the trailers but man man hey man it was a surprise That movie's a jewel, man. So definitely go check it out, man. It'll raise some interesting conversations and and all kind of stuff. So definitely uh, recommend that joint. Um, Also, the Oscars just happened Sunday. Um, The Oscars went down. The Oscars were not so white this time. It was was a lot of diversity in the nominees this year. A lot of people like, they just want to nominate some stars because the Oscars so white last year. But I, I kind of feel like you discredit good work when you say stuff like that. Like, you know, to say Hidden Figures wasn't Oscar worthy is a disrespect to that film. To say Moonlight was, wasn't Oscar worthy It's just, you know, the performances of Octavia Spencer, Viola Davis, uh, Denzel Washington, um, Mayor Shalali, it it, it does them a discredit when you say stuff like that when those were really they were really good performances good films uh moonlight won best picture viola davis won best actress emma stone won no 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 viola davis excuse me won best supporting actress emma stone won best actress um casey affleck won best actor um Mayor Shalali won uh, Best Supporting Actor. Moonlight got Best, I think, Adapted Screenplay or Best Original Screenplay. One of those joints. Uh, The director for La La Land got Best Director. And, uh, you know... And it was it was it's funny, man, because, you know, I'm on social media and I'm just watching the post. Denzel got robbed. Spike Lee talking about Denzel got robbed. People saying Denzel got robbed. I guarantee you 60, 70 percent of people saying Denzel got robbed. Didn't even see the other performances. They didn't even see Casey Affleck's performance. I bet you they didn't see, they probably didn't see Ryan Gosling's performance. They probably didn't see Vigo Mortensen's performance and Captain Fantastic, who, in my opinion, out of the best actor nominees, Vigo was my favorite. I felt like he was the strong, I felt like, I, can, I just felt his role the most out of the five actor nominees. And even though I played Denzel's character in the play uh, Fences, i played that same character i remembered the lines and i still was like vigo's performance really i really felt that one like i i, I really his is my favorite of the five um and but if denzel won i'd be like yo hey he deserved to win casey affleck deserved to win too so it it was either way it wasn't like denzel was a clear-cut winner in my opinion and then um emma stone um i didn't see a lot of the the roles she was up against i did see loving with uh uh what's the girl's name ah the lead actress and her name is ruth nega she she was nominated for loving she did good in that and emma stone did good too so it was like it wasn't like a, a clear favorite between those two Meryl Streep, I didn't see that movie she was nominated for. That movie didn't interest me. I was like, I don't really want to see that. And I think, uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman was nominated for Jackie. I started watching Jackie, but the way she was talking and acting, uh, I turned it off. I was just like, I'm out of here. And I forget who who else was nominated. And then uh, Viola Davis just destroyed. She destroyed, man. She killed it in Fences. Like that was her award to win right there. She just murdered it. Uh Naomi Harris did good in Moonlight. Um Octavia Spencer was good in hidden figures. Um Michelle Williams in uh Manchester by the Sea. Her role was uh small, but it was it was good though, man. Like you felt it. Like Manchester by the Sea is heavy, man. It's not a it's not a feel good movie. <laughs> it's not a feel good movie at all. Um Hidden Figures is the most feel-good out of the Best Picture nominees. That movie, you felt good when you left the theater. But my whole beef, man, people, people was talking about Moonlight on my Instagram page, and they was like, yeah, I walked out. It made me uncomfortable. I just don't agree with the lifestyle. Just shut the hell up, man. I'm sick of this. I don't agree with the lifestyle stuff. Like, yeah, It just makes me uncomfortable. It's just, ah, uh, ah, uh, just, just relax, man. Gay people out here. Gay men are out here you know and people people especially black folks they be like why are they trying to shove it down our throats all the time this this whole gay agenda it's not that they i don't feel like they forcing it on us they just want their voices to be heard they want to be treated fairly they want to they want to show pride in, in the lifestyle that they live and like you know it's not about agreeing with it like i don't agree like what what do you what do you have to agree with you know if they if they want to have sex with one another, okay. If they want to be in love with one another, who are you to say I don't agree? That's like me saying I don't agree with this boyfriend she got. I don't agree with 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 the boyfriend she got. I just don't agree. Like this ain't this ain't a meeting where, where we say I right. say I right. I right. we agree. No, you know what I mean, like. Get over that, man! And don't, don't. I hate when people try to use religion on the homosexual tip. Like, don't even try it. Don't pick and choose your religious stance. Don't pick and choose. You out here fornicating, and then you go, yeah, it's just, it's just wrong in the eyes of God. If anything, they've been pushing fornication on us in movies since the beginning of time. How, How much, how much sex have you seen in movies where people weren't married, just getting it in? How often do you see that? That ain't that ain't shoving it down your throat. That ain't pushing it on us. The action hero, they running from killers, but they, you know, they hiding out in the motel and then they get busy while they on the run. Fornicating. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody like, why are they shoving this fornication down our throats? You know what I mean? I'm just sick of that whole like argument. And um, you know, and it's I'll admit, like I'll admit, it's a little strange to see, like you know, a love story with men. You know, um, it's a little strange, but it's not like I'm not sitting there like, oh my god, I can't relate. You know, when I watch Moonlight, I can relate to certain themes of it, like bullied. You know, being bullied, uh, people getting bullied. That was that was a that was a strong theme in that movie, like getting bullied because of who he was. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, I I was a bully for a little bit because I was going through stuff at home. So I was I was directing it in the wrong way at school, you know, and I regret that to this day. And I've been bullied as well. So I've seen both sides and I was like, yo, I can relate to that. I can't relate to, you know, having feelings for another man, but I can definitely relate to having feelings for somebody, you know, and just that that type of hurt that can come when, you know, you think they got your back and they don't. Uh, that can mess you up, and I can see like you know, um, the theme of you know the the drug dealer who's conflicted about you know wanting to help a child but he's dealing drugs to the boy's mom, and it's like yo, that that kind of rift. You know, because I grew up around drugs and like alcoholism and stuff like that. So I can I can relate to that as well. Moonlight was good. It, it was it was a tad overhyped, in my opinion, but it was good. It was well done. It was good. And I definitely get the the themes from it. You know, I can I can relate. Um, so I thought it was well done. The actors did great. You know what I mean? It wasn't uh, nothing felt forced. Uh, in terms of the acting, like I felt like I was just watching life and uh, Janelle Monet was fine as hell in that movie. She was fine in Hidden figures too, but man, I seen in them shorts in the moonlight, I just drifted off into the heavens for a little bit. I ain't even going to lie. I ain't even going to lie. I ain't even going to lie, man. Drifted off in the heavens, man. But I thought I thought Moonlight Moonlight Winning was cool. It was it was like I wasn't like, oh, that's that's ball narcade. Like, nah, man. I was like cool. Moonlight won. I could see that. And uh, you know, everybody ain't gonna be happy. And then they had that whole fiasco with Warren Beatty on the fumble talking about La La Land one when it was Moonlight, and I was like, Oh, snap, the fumble. How embarrassing is that? To be that guy that fumble, Because you breaking hearts when you fumble like that. Like the La La Land team was like, yes, oh, it hurts. It hurts. Man, uh, major fumble. If I fumbled like that, I'd be devastated. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, y'all. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to give y'all a false hope. And I had to rip your hearts out. That's a cold game right there, man. A cold game. But listen, man, I wanted to talk more about um, black Oscar winners, but I'm going I'm to continue that on the next podcast because, you know, I'm, I'm, I've reached my time limit. You know, I try to keep my podcast 30 minutes. So uh, I done ran out of time on y'all. But I, I want to talk further, though. I'm not done with this Oscar topic and black folks winning Oscars because I got I got a lot more to say on that, because people getting on my goddamn nerves, man, but, uh, anyway, let me know what y'all think in the comments section when I post this on my Instagram, when I post it on Facebook, let me know if you're listening, let me know what you liked, uh, just let me know you're listening out here, man, please, uh, follow me at Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram, at Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter, Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook, this will be up on SoundCloud, itunes and uh comic delivery and uh let me know y'all are listening man i'd love to hear y'all feedback and you can also tell me you know uh what you want me to talk about in future episodes just you know what you want to hear me talk about in the future okay but i'm gonna continue on with black folks and these oscars on the next uh episode of verbal cardio but man i appreciate y'all and look I, hey, I've been keeping my promise. One episode a week, man. I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing it, yeah. I'm doing it, y'all. I'm doing it, man. All right? I'm I'm here, man. This is this is number four, man. Come on. Come on, give me that credit. I ain't been eating meat, and I've been dropping an episode every week. Ha! Bars, baby. Anyway, thank you for listening to another session of that verbal guardian.